This is Parables of the Divorce CEO, where men have real and raw conversations about the pain, suffering, and loneliness of divorce. Welcome to this week's episode of Parables of the Divorce CEO. I'm your host, Peter Avon Nostar, the founder and creator of the Divorce CEO and the CEO on Fire Coaching Program. And on this week's episode, how to deal with your ex. Welcome, welcome to another episode and to all of my fellow Canadians. Happy Victoria Day. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to deal with your ex. I've gotten some requests in on this topic, and uh, so I'm going to share kind of my own insights on this. And I think there's there's a couple of different things that we got to establish first to kind of have the frame on this is, you know, the dealing with your ex in terms of if your ex is still in your life and if you have children together, that's one frame of that. And then the other frame is that, you know, you don't have kids and you have to deal with your ex in terms of, or you could have kids also, but you have to deal with your ex after the fact that you guys are not together, right? There's there's the, there's the dealing with your ex in the present, which is like, how do we actually navigate our divorce? How do we navigate co-parenting? And then the other area is that notion of you moving forward as a man, as a businessman, as a father, um, after the divorce. And they're very, they're different, but they're combined in some way. So <clears throat> I think the most important thing, you know, if I look at my own journey with my ex, is my ability to separate myself from what I would call the practical, um, more strategic things that had to be done. And then the emotional component of the sadness and the pain and regret and shame over the divorce and my own like you know starting over process and this dying of all these dreams that we had together or at least I had for the you know the marriage so they're two separate things and yet they're connected right because everything in some sense when it comes to all of this is connected and so for myself you know the 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 process of my divorce was was in some ways i guess easier than others based on some of the clients i work with and what i hear of their story um and in other ways i would say it was harder because it wasn't as simple but you know every every case every divorce every breakup is is different right they're not the same they might have similarities but in essence they're they're different because you know we're all different in how we act in our relationships but so the first component i want to talk about is like the practicality of it like the first element is how do we strategically and in a way that makes sense for us and our children communicate with each other so that it doesn't turn into what it often turns into which is a war right so we want to make sure that we have a specific intention that we've set for ourselves in terms of what do i want out of this this situation right now if we have to co-parent if we have to divide assets if we have to you know um communicate in in you know through lawyers or whatever it might be but have a specific intention set so that you know what is it you're actually what are you out to gain and give because you can't just get everything. You have to give something as well. So that's the first component of it. 
Then the second component it is to look at what do I actually want for her. Now, this is one of the key elements where most men that I work with, they just tell me to go fuck off. Because they have gone through the emotional component of it, which is why the other frame of how to deal with your ex in an emotional way is crucial to actually getting to this point, uh, to answering this question and it's, it's in its essence. You know, but what is it that I actually want for her? What is the intention that I want for her, right? We spent a lifetime together and I might be hurt and I might be angry and there is a lot of stuff that's going on right now. But what do I actually really want for her? I'm not talking about all your anger. I'm not talking about all your hurt and pain because there is an underlying feeling and idea underneath that, which is similar to what you had when you were married, which is you want her to be happy. You want her to be fulfilled. You want her to have a good relationship with the kids where it's not destructive, negative, you know, bad in that sense, where it's all taken out over the kids. So this is a crucial question to ponder. What do I want for her? And then the third one, if you have children, is what do I want for the kids? Like, what do I actually want for them in terms of us co-parenting them? You know, there's many different ways that they they split times uh, between kids and parents nowadays. Uh, I'm probably not up to date with some of the newer ones. But for me, when I was a kid, my parents divorced. My mother had the sole custody. And then I saw my dad every two weeks, which to me, you know, growing up might have been a little too little in terms of having a re- relationship with my father. But now they do 50-50 and... I, I believe they do other things too, where it's like the mother has them one, I think it's one week, and then the father has them the second week, so that would be a 50-50 split. Or the mother has them 10 days, and the father has the mother. Like, there's many different ways, and I'm not an expert on that. That's more family law-oriented, which is not which is not my expertise. Um, so ask I would ask a lawyer in that sense. But you have these three components of how to actually deal with with you know, yourself, with her, and your children. And the first part of this frame has to be practical, and it cannot be emotional. Now, I know that you're thinking, how the hell am I going to be able to deal with her and not be emotional because I'm angry? She might have, you know, lied about you. She might have collected evidence, you know, to, to hurt you or in other ways make life a living hell for you. And I get that. However... The one thing that I hate more than anything when I when I see divorced couples try, because I use the word try, because it's it, like what happens is most couples revert back to being children. The way they interact and communicate with each other is like children. I want to be right. I want to have what I want because you hurt me. You did this. You cheated. You did that. So the blame game and the victimization is a massive component to why there is a fucking war between the two of you. You have to be an adult. Let me say that again. You have to be an adult. Not just for yourself, but pre, pre what do you call it? Pre, dominantly, preeminently, whatever it is called in English, for your children. There is too many parents that fuck up this whole equation and then the children 
are the ones that pay the price because the parents have lost their fucking minds. Now, I get it. It's not easy. Divorce is not easy, especially when you have to co-parent. And especially if you have an ex-wife who is out to destroy you. But here's my invitation in that. Be the bigger person. Show up differently. If you want to be a role model for your children, then lead as one. Don't go down to or you know go down to a lower level and then allow the emotional component to rule and dictate and let there be war. Be the bigger person. Because it will always pay off. Now I know there's there's men listening to this that have been massively hurt and dragged through the mud and destroyed by their ex-wives. I am very aware well of that. I'm very aware well that the the legal system for many years have been um, focused more on what's the right word um, prioritizing the the mother over the father. And often in these cases, it is the mother that gets the the custody of the kids. And there are many cases that I'm aware of where that is not fair and that's not equal. And um, and so I get it. I work with a lot of men that have been in your shoes. And we try to work through that. And we try to find a solution because what has been done in the past, we have to move forward with meaning that yes your ex-wife might have lied and created a lot of you know horrible rumors about you or dragged you to the mud and stuff like this however we have to move forward not just for you but for your children's sake because they are the ones that pay the ultimate price in this war between you two i'm not asking you to to love your ex-wife i'm not asking you to you know Forgive her if that if you don't want to. I would prefer if you did at some point. However, it's the the main thing here is that we have to find a way for you to not burn the bridge with your children. And you becoming more and more angry and hostile will not get you there. Again, because we have a system that if you as a man show a little bit of aggression or that you get emotional in court cases like this, you can be seen as a threat. So I just know that I understand the situation. I'm not I'm not blind to it. My whole thing when I work with men going through this process is to find solutions and not create more problems. So the blame game stops. The victimizations stop. A man takes full responsibility of his situation, no matter how shitty it might look. I had to do that as well. And it was a painful situation, but I had to. And because of that, I could change how my life has turned and how I live my life today. But if you continue to blame and live in the past, you will not move forward. 
So the first frame of it is how do we do this practical, right? We got to take care of the legalities in terms of how do we how do we handle, you know, seeing our children, being able to be with them, not burning the bridge with our ex-wife so that it becomes a war. In the beginning, there will be some give and take for the man, depending on what the situation looks like, because oftentimes there is the emotional component, which is the other frame that I talked about which is your ex-wife hates you for whatever reason. Or you might hate your ex-wife for whatever reason. And in this situation where the, the emotional component is so huge, this is where I would re recommend a mediator, a coach, a therapist, somebody that can work with either of you to heal the pain. Because think of it, I'll, I'll use this analogy. Um, if you've ever watched UFC, you might have been uh, one of the fans of Conor McGregor, and you've you might even have watched the fight between him and Khabib. And one of the th key components to why I believe he lost one, you know, Khabib is an absolute champion. Like he is just an incredible fighter. But but the component I think that was that was more important was how emotional Connor was leading up to that fight and in that fight. And that emotion, that emotional component ruled his body and his mind and became the, th the second opponent in that match. You see, when you are ruled by your emotions, you're not just fighting your opponent, you're also fighting yourself because you're fighting your mind and your stress your anger, your fear, whatever it might be. And so it's very, very hard, almost impossible to see clearly. And this is why I mentioned getting a coach, therapist, mentor, whatever, somebody that can mitigate this emotional trauma and the pain that you're feeling. And some of the tools that I use, I use something called a stack, which is essentially an evolution of what's called the work uh, created by Byron Katie. You can go on her website and you can actually download the worksheet and you know use that. It's called Judge Your Neighbor. And this is probably one of the most powerful tools that you can utilize because the idea is that we all have specific beliefs and stories. And especially in a relationship where we create a lot of stories about each other, about what happened, about what didn't happen, about how we connect, how we don't connect, like, you know, or am I a good father? Am I a good husband? You know, did she cheat? If she did, why did she cheat? Like, there's, there's just stories upon stories and lies upon lies. And so the work helps you dissect the stories and actually get to the bottom of truth. And it's important to do that work because you will be super clouded by your emotions. You will be super clouded with your frustration and anger. And especially if, you know, there is some form of court case where there's lies being spewed about you, you know, your ex is telling the world or your family or whomever that you haven't been a good dad and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. it, it that's painful. And, and this is why my invitation to be the bigger person and show up like a different man is so important because it is who we show up as 
It is our actions and not our words that the world would judge. Right? You can say all the right things and show up like an asshole. And that's how people actually respond to you. So having a framework and tools to actually have what I would call honor and respect, not just for yourself, but for your ex-wife and for your children and the process is hugely important for you to actually get what you want. Because if we keep fighting, you won't get what you want. And even if you did get what you want, it will not fulfill you. Because there will have been a massive price to that. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to put up with everything. That's not the point here. My point is to find solutions. And I see a lot of men in the process of, of figuring out this relationship with their ex-wife. And they just make it worse constantly. Because of ego, because of pain, because of fear. And it doesn't have to be that way. It does not have to be that way. But there has to be some personal responsibility and there has to be put some effort into doing the work. So this work by Byron Katie is a huge part of what I do with my clients of having them actually look at the stories that they have about their ex-wife and actually figuring out, is this true? Like, is this really true or is this a story that I have concocted? So I probably may, I've probably done over a hundred of these on my ex-wife to try to figure out what was real and what was not. Because in our marriage, I was so lost and I was so, in some ways I would use the word manipulated because of our codependent relationship to believe that she was always right. And so I had completely lost myself. So imagine that, you know, we didn't have children, but imagine that I would come from that place of her being right all the time in my mind and having to go through a custody battle. Like, can you imagine the pain that that would have cost me? The pain that I would have just basically given in and given her the children because I believed that she was a better mother than I was a father or whatever it might have been. Because I was at a point where I felt at times I was going crazy because I was second guessing every single thing that I ever thought or asked of her because everything would be twisted. And so I felt like a complete nutcase at times. And coming from that framework and that energy and that mindset is not positive for the children. And it's not positive for you. It is not a winning mindset. And this is why I separate the two, right? We have the practical aspects of actually getting the deal that works best for everyone, everybody involved, not just you. And then the other component is this emotional connection to yourself and how you actually move forward after this. Because you got to remember one thing. And this is one of the things I keep telling my clients and they often forget because they're angry and they hate their ex. It's like she will always be the mother of your children. At some point in your relationship, you both decided that you wanted to have kids, right? 
So she will always be a part of your children's life, just like you will always be a part of their life because you're the father. And so you have to find a way to not make more war and more pain where the children are the ones that suffer and that for the next 20 plus years of your children's life, you and your ex-wife will absolutely hate each other and create more pain and drama for each other and for the children. Take it from somebody who has gone through the process of having that with my parents and the amount of money and time and effort that I have had to put into healing the wounds of war. I know there's another way. And I know this because I've seen it. But you can't get to the, the solution of this unless you start putting time and effort into yourself. It is too easy to just blame your ex-wife for everything and feel like and believe that you haven't done anything. You got to remember also there is a reaction to how you act and show up. Like always. It's the same thing with cheating, right? Like you as a man did not show up as a husband in the in the way that she needed. And so therefore shit happens. Unless she is a complete nutcase, which I I don't think I don't think either men or women, most of us are not. We do stupid things, yes, because we need, you know, connection and validation. And so we often do stupid things. But if we can get around all of it and stop lying and telling the truth to each other and to ourselves, we can actually have amazing relationships where we don't have to cheat, where if there is a divorce, it doesn't have to end up in complete destruction and annihilation of each other. Right? I hear from both sides. I hear from men that, you know, the, the wives, they lie about them. And then I hear from the women's side where the women are saying, well, he's hiding all the money and there's no money for me or the children. And I get it. But we have to work together for the children's sake. Whatever you and her have or had and the pain in that marriage, that has to be put on pause when it's around the children. The children can never be the hostages of a shitty marriage. How you guys had, you know, wars in your relationship that cannot affect the children when there is the court cases and all of that. It has to be done in a professional and in a manner of honor and respect for each other as human beings. Because the cost is too high for the children. And at some point, you will sit up regretting what you have done in the past. So why not work on it today and making sure that all of you win? So I'll leave you with this because this is a, this is a long conversation. But I wanted to just address the two things that I think are the most important. The practical element and strategic element and then the emotional component. And uh, if there's interest, I might actually do a whole a whole episode of just this emotional component of how to move 
forward and dealing with your ex emotionally because that is a that's a conversation I can talk a lot about and there's some tools and some techniques that I've used to help me move forward and I would love to give you that can help you moving forward and not feeling like there has to be regret there has to be you know the guilt and shame and feeling like a victim so I'll leave you with this notion of taking radical responsibility in life also means in painful situations. It means that when we are faced with adversity, faced with what we think will break us, we still show up with higher morals and higher standards because we hold ourselves to a higher standard because we love our children and we want them to be happy in life. And because of that, we show up as adults that can separate our emotions from what's going on. And this is a skill. This is a massive skill to learn. But I, I hope for you as you're listening to this that you will take this as an invitation to focus more on how you can all win instead of creating more pain and destruction because you want to be right and you want to win because ultimately the price and the cost will be the children and you can never ever take that back You might want to fight till the death because you want to be right. And yet your children will lose. So if you're a man and you're divorced and you are looking for a community of like-minded men. I highly recommend you and invite you to join my free community on Facebook. You can find the link in the description or on the Facebook page as well as on my website. I would love to have you. I would love to have more of these conversations with you. In the group, we will start doing some lives as well. I'll share a lot more of these conversations I do in the podcast on lives in the Facebook group. And if you have questions, I'll address it in there. And as this is a big topic on how to deal with, you know, your ex, I will probably do another episode on this if there's... um, if there's people that want that. So I hope you'll have a blessed day today. That's all I got for you today. Love and light your way. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Parables of the Divorce CEO. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please share it with someone who may find the content valuable. Join my coaching program at thedivorceceo.com slash coaching.